0: My name is Jeff Luck. So Kyle Larson sort of the man of the moment lately in NASCAR. Gosh, he is so fun to watch. I was sitting up there at Bristol uh, watching him lead that race uh, the first 202 laps and then work through traffic and try to get his way back up there, trying to work the high line in even though I was rooting for the bottom only for for much of that race. Uh, I didn't want to see a, a double file. Um, race, but it worked out to be the best race of the year, in my opinion. But uh, Kyle Larson is just, he's just so naturally talented, Um, as Dale Jr. said at his retirement press conference, he's cool as a cucumber. And he's also bluntly honest, so that makes him a good interview subject for the 12 questions.
1: Okay, we're here with Kyle Larson for the 12 questions. And Kyle, the first question is, how much of your success is based on your natural ability and how much has come from working at it?
2: I would say up until I got to NASCAR it was probably all natural and um, didn't have to work at anything. Uh, but once you get here it's it's really tough and um, you have to, yeah, everybody else is working hard so you have to at least do what they're doing to, to try and become better and, and you know a lot of that it's like studying and, and um, I still don't really work out but try um, tried doing that a little bit. So it's become you know, more of having to work for it when you get to this level. but uh, still natural ability kind of takes over everything else. Okay.
1: So Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, and Carl Edwards have all retired in the last couple of years. What's your pitch for fans of theirs to become fans of yours?
2: Um, well, I, I'm very similar to, well, I guess all of them kind of have an open wheel background. So, um, that, that I've got that going for me, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a throwback racer. Uh, you know, we're all race, Anything as long as I 'm allowed to, um, and I would love to race every day of the week if I could, so um, I would say I'm one of the only real racers left out here, so uh, that's that that could be my pitch as i 'm the the last true racer
1: okay well that's a very promising pitch really um, what's the hardest part of your job away from the racetrack
2: hardest part of my job um probably. Our season's so long, and our weeks are so short. Um, so that There's so much stuff that you want to get done uh, during the week, and, and it's hard to accomplish all that. Um, there's lots of times you know, where I see what my friends are doing, uh, where I would love to be doing what they're doing, um, but you know, our, our weekends are kind of our weekdays, and our weekdays are our weekends, where it's opposite of everybody else in the world. So um, I would say that part of it is probably the toughest part.
1: Okay. So let's say a fan spots you eating dinner, you're at a nice restaurant. Should they come over and approach you for an autograph or no?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think as long as our main dish isn't on the table, I think you can definitely come over. Uh, I'm not like a germaphobe or anything either, so I'm not afraid to shake hands and, as long as they're a decent looking human being. So, uh, yeah, but I would say as long as our main dish isn't on the table, feel free to come over.
1: Okay. So as long as the guy doesn't have like flies circling around him or something like that, it's okay.
2: Yeah. If it's not like 105 degrees outside. Uh, so as long as you're not like sweaty and greasy, you can come over and, and I'll shake your hand. Okay. No sweat. Um, what's the story in NASCAR that doesn't get enough coverage? Uh, I think, um, I think every I think you guys all cover the sport, uh, very well. Um, good and bad. Like there's some stuff that probably shouldn't be covered that gets covered uh but i think um i wish i would see more good stuff about sprint car racing rather than all the negative stuff because that's some of the purest form of racing but all we see or the the or all the media kind of covers is the negative so um i wish that yeah i wish that we would get more of the the exciting part of it and in the how it develops great race car drivers so rather than the the tragedies
1: right that's true i mean the media sees the the danger headlines that's you know the the mainstream media doesn't cover it every week they see the danger they see the accidents and then that gets written up
2: yeah and i mean it's easier to uh get people to read your post when you have a a title that is uh you know touching a negative topic rather than um oh there was a awesome race in Illinois this weekend Uh, it's easier to get somebody to kind of click on your link when it's got something negative in it so I wish there was more positive stuff about the sprint cars who is the last driver that you texted uh probably probably Stenhouse or, or Denny I think we're actually in a group text about golf so uh probably those two how's your golf game my golf game is really bad those two are are really good uh Denny shot a 74 yesterday so two over par and, and ricky was five over par so um yeah they're they're good i wish i could be like 10 strokes better than i am but i shot 101
1: <laughs> yesterday there's no shame in that uh do you consider race car drivers to be entertainers
2: uh i don't I i mean i guess we are in a way but i don't like think of myself as an entertainer i think there's some other drivers that do think of themselves as entertainers um but for me i just racing is like uh my love and my hobby more than anything i know it's my job but i just kind of do it that fun um but at the same time i guess we are entertainers we're in front of big audiences you know live at the track and on tv as well so yeah i mean i guess we're entertainers but i don't think I don't, I don't try to entertain, I guess, outside the car. That makes sense. Uh,
1: what is your middle finger
2: policy on the racetrack? (laughs) Um, so I, I don't feel like I normally give the middle finger, uh, to, um, a lot of people, but, um, if you're like four seconds off the pace and you're multiple laps down and you hold me up, (laughs) uh, you're probably gonna get the middle finger. Um, Thankfully, it's not anybody, there's no good drivers that ever really <laughs> get the finger. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that's kind of my middle finger policies. Just don't hold me up.
1: Okay, so it's reserved for the scrubs, basically.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I guess you could say that.
1: <laughs> Those are my words, if, you're, if anybody's going to get mad about that. Uh, some drivers keep a payback list in their minds. Do you also have a list for drivers who have done you a favor and you want to repay that?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there's always, you've, yeah, I mean, you keep a payback list for sure. Um, but then, yeah, you, you've got a, a list of guys that you probably don't race as hard because, uh, yeah, I think of like a Matt Kenseth or somebody, you know, he's, uh, a veteran and, and understands give and take. And I've learned a lot of, from him of, of when's the right time to be aggressive and when not to be. So, yeah, you've got guys like him where you can, you know, if they're faster and you just kind of let them go, and then, you know, they repay the favor later in the race. And um, But then when it gets down to the end of it, you can race really hard. So, yeah, there's a uh, – I would say most of us young guys are probably not the best at, at the whole give-and-take thing, but um, we can learn a lot off of those guys. Who is the most famous person you've had dinner with? Uh – I mean, probably Danica. (laughs) Um, Every single place we go, uh, whether, you know, because we're great friends with Ricky and Danica. So we go out to dinner with them all the time. Uh, We probably eat dinner at their motorhome more often than anything because she's a great cook. But it doesn't matter where we're at. We could be in the middle of nowhere and somebody recognizes her. So uh, she's, it's funny too, because, you know, they'll, they'll see her and, not have a clue who Ricky and I are, so uh, it's pretty funny. So yeah, I would say she's probably the most famous person I've had dinner with, and um, I know I know she uh, likes being noticed out in public too. So it probably makes her feel good that she's the the famous person with us.
1: Does she ever get free desserts or anything from the waiters?
2: I would say there's been yeah, there's a lot of times we'll go to a restaurant and uh, they'll bring out like free appetizers like that aren't even on the menu that you know the chef wants to cook up for her. So um yeah it has its perks to be friends with Danica for sure sounds like it what's
1: something about yourself that you would like to improve
2: uh uh probably staying motivated I guess to uh do the the not fun stuff uh, of our sport um I guess going back to the the work part of it um being motivated for that stuff but um yeah you know I guess when you grow up racing that's racing is all you do and your your natural ability you don't really have to work at it too hard but when you, like I said when you get here it's it's a lot more work and um, staying motivated to put the effort in to be that little bit better is um, important and uh, there's a lot of times I slack off on that so I would say probably staying motivated to do the 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 business/ work part of it
1: Okay. That's a very honest answer. Uh, the next thing is the last interview I did was with Daniel Suarez. And his question is, um, if a competitive driver, a young driver came to you and asked for advice, how much would you tell him? Like, would you tell him a hundred percent of what you know, or would you tell him maybe like 90% or how much would you offer?
2: I always try and be extremely honest. Um, whenever anybody asks me anything And, and honestly, there's not a whole lot of people that, uh, go Around asking for advice. I guess it would be the young guys. Um, like Homestead last year, I had, I felt like half the truck series calling me uh, trying to figure out how to get around uh, Homestead because uh, I go really good there. Um, and I remember last Atlanta, uh, I was extremely fast in practice uh, before qualifying because I was running a different line in one and two, and uh, Kyle Bush was asking me, you know, how. How hard I would run up there, and and why I split the seams and stuff like that, and um, yeah, I mean I gave him honest answer, and and he got the poll and and uh, I think I was, yeah, I qualified bad. So, um, but yeah, I I am always extremely honest. I know. I think coming from a dirt background, it's 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 easier for us to be honest. Where I think, in the people who grew up pavement racing, uh, where you know it seems like pavement racers are a lot more secretive than, than dirt racers.
1: The next interview I'm doing was with Elliot Sadler. Um, do you have a question I can ask him?
2: Um, like he's been around, seen it all, uh, in every series really. Um, I feel like the average age has gone down a lot lately in, in every series. So kind of how has he seen that the style of racing's changed with the, the average age going down?
1: Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you. So, yeah, I hope you
2: enjoyed
0: that. I had fun talking to Kyle Larson. It's always uh, interesting what's going to come out of his mouth because I don't even know if, he's, if he knows he's being that blunt. You know, he just sort of says it and doesn't seem to worry that much. And that could really be a good quality going forward as NASCAR tries to build personalities uh, in the wake of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s departure along with Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards, Jeff Gordon. One shout-out this week I want to give, and that is to Jeff Smith. Jeff actually became a patron back in January. Somehow I overlooked his shout-out. So when I was talking on uh, the 12 Questions last week about giving shout-outs, he emailed me and said, hey, uh, I'm not sure I ever heard my name. So if there's anybody else out there that's in that situation, let me know um, if I owe you a shout-out and didn't give you one. I have a list of everybody who I've given a shout out to and what episode it was on so I can go back and look if I missed you. But anyway, Jeff, sorry about that. He's been waiting for a long time for that. Hope it was worth the wait. Tomorrow, there's a social spotlight interview with Brennan Poole. And it's very interesting because he's a vlogger, which is a video blogger for those of you who don't know, on YouTube. He's really trying to make this vlog thing work. And uh, we talked a lot about his struggles with that and his efforts to try to make it something that can really help NASCAR in some ways because there's really not anybody like that out there so we'll talk about that more tomorrow and then of course Richmond International Raceways this week and I'll be there at that race so that's all for now and we'll talk to you tomorrow